Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. Hope you are having a great day. We would like to shout out to Alexandria, Louisiana. Yes. Yay. So glad to have you listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for downloading. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you would like to check us out, graceintheshadowsor.org, you can text or call 251-244-4645. We'd love to hear from you by email, Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. If you are looking for a Christian therapist, check, it, check out Dr. J. He is your man. We do have an Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. And if you send us an email uh, at to Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org about your favorite episode, you will get $5 off in our Etsy store, shadowsofgrace.etsy.com. And if you would like to get a porn blocker that is free for the first 30 days, you can use Grace1998 for your promo code at the Covenant Eyes porn blocker link that we have in our show notes. So be sure to check that out. Finally, you can also support our podcast. There's a link in the show notes. What you got today, Dr. J? Oh, facts, right? We got some fun facts for us. What I don't you know got? if they're fun. Okay, okay. But they're fun. All right. Uh, the current 50 star U.S. flag was designed by 17-year-old Robert Heft for a school project he received a B- in. Oh, my goodness. Bless his heart. That's he deserves okay. an he A+. He deserves an A++. Yeah. Yeah. A passenger who lived through the traumatic fire and sinking of a, sh- of a ship in 1871 faced his fears and boarded the Titanic oh. in 1912. He sank with the ship. He probably thought he was being really brave. He Can should you imagine? Have listened to his fears on that. But not that I think you should listen to your fears. But in that case, it probably would have been better. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what you got? People who buried alive mm-hmm. so often in the 19th century that a safety coffin oh. was invented so that the dead would have the ability to alert those above ground if they were still alive. <gasps> Oh, that's pretty interesting. That's scary. So just think you just pull the string and ring a little bell. I'm still alive down here. Oh, my word. Well, you know, there have been stories of people that are, you know, like in the body bags, you know, getting ready to take care of whatever they take care of at the mortuary. And then they come a lot. Can you imagine being in a room with somebody that's supposed to be dead and all of a sudden they come alive. That's bizarre. Ooh, that would be freaky. You wouldn't forget that again. No. <laughs> no. Nope. People dying today never died before, but they didn't necessarily die. And they thought they did. Right away. Okay. In 1938, or 1838, 1838. Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. Poe wrote <laughs> the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym. Okay. Of Nantuck. Nantucket. Nantucket. Yes, that's okay. A I'm book about out. four crewmen on a whaling ship who ended up stranded and having to draw lots to see who would be eaten. Eaten? The lot landed on Ooh. a cabin boy named Richard Parker. Oh, my. 46 years later, a yacht named um, Mignonette, mm-hmm. bound for Sydney, Australia, capsized en route from London. The three crewmen then killed and <gasps> ate their cabin boy named Richard Parker. 
Bless oh, their well. heart. Okay, I think I would just not eat. Oh, I think I'd stop eating. Yeah, I would just say, okay, Lord, it's my time. Obviously, Ugh. if it's not Lord, take me. You know, give me, give me a out. Lord Byron kept a pet bear in his dormitory. Oh, a pet bear. Oh, that's very interesting. I want a pet cow. I want, want a, a fluffy, cow? a fluffy baby cow. There's some interesting things <laughs> people do, like having a pet cow. Yes. Get on TikTok. Look up house cows. House cows. Yes, and you'll see a lot of cool, and you'll see mm-hmm. people walking the cows on a leash. I want a fluffy baby cow. <laughs> Okay, so, so what are we talking about today? We've been going through the Ten Commandments. Yes, we have. Uh, the Ten Commandments were given to God not to punish us or be, make it arduous, right? Uh, be a grace killer. Yeah. But basically to protect us from ourselves and protect society and protect us from God. Well, God knew or knows that we need boundaries, just like our kids need boundaries. And so that's why we have them. So we have to have rules to follow. And so... We look at this, and and ultimately the law of God Mm -hmm. points us to the grace of God. Amen. We cannot get to Calvary Mm -hmm. and fall on his grace until we go to Sinai and and fall on the law. That is true. That is very true. Remember what the first commandment was? Uh, Remind me, because I I can't ever remember these. There are some people that have really good memories. I am not one of those, so I'm going to let you share. You have no other gods before me. Okay. You know why? Why? Because there are no other gods. Amen. Okay. All right. Um, we did the second, second commandment. You remember that? You shall not make for yourself any car of image. You shall not bow to them. Thank you for having that where I can read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so don't two. make images. Right. Because we cannot create, we cannot make anything uh, like God. Well, God is the, is the only creator. And if we create something, we're not really creating it. We're just making it because he's the creator. And this doesn't mean we cannot have pictures or paintings. Right. This means bowing down to them and making them God. Right. Yes. Okay. So today we're looking at. Number three. Number three. All right. Do you want to read that? Sure. The third commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Wow. Yes. How, you know, this is very Uh, convicting. It is. It is. You know, the Jews in the early years, Mm -hmm. they would, the name of God is not merely some arbitrary designation. Right. But it conveys his nature and essence. True. So God is more than just a name. Matter of fact, when Moses went there and asked God, what, what is your name? Mm-hmm. He wasn't really, it wasn't necessarily his name, but who are you? Right. Who are you? And the Jews, many times, they weren't told that they couldn't. Right. They, they would not even write his name. They wouldn't even say his name. They wouldn't even say his name. Mm-hmm. Out of fear of indirectly being irreverent or, 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 or breaking this command. And and wasn't it true that if somebody was like, I mean, they had people that were copying the word of God on the scrolls and things, they would get a different pen mm-hmm. and write his name 
so they'd be writing, writing, writing. They would get to his name. So they would go put that pen away, get another pen, write his name and put that pen away and get a new pen. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Could, because it was just so significant, the name of God. Well, you can't watch a movie or a TV show, even G nowadays, without hearing the name of the Lord. Matter of, way, matter of fact, Jehovah mm-hmm. is actually really not the word. So right. Jehovah's Witnesses have an issue there. Okay. They're going to have to go back and uh-huh. uh, really it's Yahweh. And that's not because they took the the consonants and they created their own word for God so they wouldn't blast in God. Oh, yeah. But they took the uh, vowels from Adonai uh-huh. and they put the two together and created Yahweh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so really this is about God's nature. Uh, you know, do you think we use God's name loosely? Oh, most definitely. Yes. Yes. Profanity? Yes. Uh, all you got to do is turn on a movie. Oh, uh, yeah, a TV show, anything. Even a cartoon. Right. Uh the name of God is blasphemed and cursed? Yes. You know, it's interesting to me. Mhm. Let me let me pose this to you. How people will say GD mm-hmm. or Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but they don't say they don't blaspheme Buddha. Mm-hmm. They don't blaspheme Allah. Yes. They don't blaspheme the Hindu gods. Right. They don't blaspheme the New Age God. Yeah. They don't even blaspheme Satan. No. They blaspheme Jesus. And that tells you something. What does that tell you? It tells you he's the true God. Absolutely. Subconsciously. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't even realize they're doing it, but the essence of them doing it is proving that he is the one true holy God. <laughs> and when Excuse people, me. Jesus Christ, Christ isn't his last name. No. They would have called him Jesus of Nazareth. That's yes. how they, right. Jesus Christ is not, it's a statement of who he is. Yes. Yeah. So profanity of God is wrong. Yes. And we hear it all the time. I mean, uh, frivolity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awful. It's awful. I hate it. You know, and I'm I'm talking about myself confessing my own struggles sometimes. Jeez. What's oh, wrong gosh. with that? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's a derivative. Those are derivatives. We're trying to make it easier for us to bless from God. Right. Yeah. Hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. How do we blaspheme or take God's name in vain through hypocrisy? Hmm. That's a good question. I think Christians do this a lot. Okay. Followers of Jesus. I think when we go to church, which we should, Mm -hmm. but then we leave and flick off someone. Oh. uh, That ran us off. On the way home. On the way home. Mm -hmm. Or we have real men love Jesus Mm -hmm. and we get pulled over by a police officer for speeding. Honk if you love Jesus. Or we we go out to eat. Oh, no. after church or yes. any other day, by the way, this right. is not just on Sundays. Right. And we pray over our food and talk about the Bible, but then we are mean and ungracious to the waitress. Or and don't leave a good tip. Ugh. I think that's taking his name in vain. I agree. And and we've talked to waitresses and waiters, servers that um, hate Sunday because the so-called Christians will come in and treat them awful. And that is not okay. People, we must do better. We must do better. You know, in Matthew six, nine, Jesus says, 
hallowed be your name. Mm-hmm. What's hallowed? Holy. Holy. Holy is your name. Yeah. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. True. Mm. You know, so, you know, it says that every, every work, every word we say will mm-hmm. be given account of. Yes. To Jesus. Yes. Man, I'm in trouble. But, I'm too, I'm but you too. know what? Mm. We have a name that's above all names that takes that guilt away. Yes. That when we go to him, mm-hmm. we are declared innocent. Yes. And that's the name of Jesus. Absolutely. Because at Jesus, when Jesus is on his throne, it says that every knee will bow, every mouth will confess. Yes. That Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. The name above every name. That's right. That's Jesus. So what's your thoughts? I think that we need to be careful. I mean, we really need to be careful. And, you know, we compromise so often with the things that we watch and view and listen to and the things that we say and and we compromise. And and I think that is definitely a commandment that is broken so, so often and it's not okay. I even think, do you remember when David was going to, he was bringing some water and and bread to his brothers Mm -hmm. and he heard, it said he heard Goliath Mm -hmm. slandering and using God's name in vain. Yes. And it burned him up. It made him angry. He was very angry and he was angry at everybody else because they were letting him do it and no one had made him pay for what he was doing. How many people, even ourselves, watch shows? Yes. Well, it's only language. Right. Or they only said it once and there wasn't hardly anything else in there. That's compromising. I mean, I feel very convicted. The fourth commandment. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember the Sabbath day. Yes. Well, this is an interesting one. Go ahead and read that. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male servant or your female servant nor your cattle nor your stranger who's within the gates. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and he rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. This is interesting to keep it holy. Uh, you know, this was to, it was for them and it was for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was to realize, give them rest yes. and was get, to give God glory because yes. God was producing the fruit. Right. Do we need this today? We do. And, you know, I was just sitting here while we were talking about it, thinking about, you know, Used to, people had more of a Sabbath than they do today. I mean, used to, a lot of stores were closed on Sunday. A lot of restaurants were closed on Sunday. People ate at home. Uh, People had more of a Sabbath. You know, I'm showing the geek that I am. I used to read the series Little House on the Prairie, and they would not, I mean, like they wouldn't cook. They would have, they would have cold food that day. They wouldn't play until a certain time. Uh, they were very careful about what they would do. And they had a true Sabbath. We don't really have that today. And I think well, there's a lot of burnout because of it. I th- Here's the thing. Okay. 
the Apostle Paul reinstituted or recapitulated mm -hmm. all nine commandments but one. Oh. He did not look at the Sabbath or re reinforce the law of the Sabbath. Okay. The Sabbath is a day of rest to honor God and rest in God. Mm -hmm. We know in Hebrews 4, 9, 11, that Jesus fulfilled that purpose. He did. We rest, we should rest in him every day. Right. And his finished work on the cross. Mm -hmm. uh, we also know that the Sabbath was a shadow, a type that was pointing to Jesus. Mm. Now, having said that, mm -hmm. I, I don't believe like our Seventh-day Adventist friends. Okay. Uh, they say, well, Seventh-day, we have to keep the Sabbath. If you don't, if you worship on any other day, that's the Antichrist sign. Oh. And I disagree. Yeah. Because if you look at sad Saturday, <laughs> is representing Saturn. Oh, yeah. They say the Sundays representing the sun. Right. I don't believe that. I yeah. am not a fan of the traditions of the Roman Catholic Church like them. Right, right. But I disagree. The scriptures are clear. Mm -hmm. Our rest is in Christ. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, I've come to give you rest. Mm -hmm. uh, I've come to take the load off you to give you rest. Now, I do think, and I agree with what you said about mm -hmm. discipline of right. the Sabbath. Yeah. We all need to have a day of rest. Right. And I think we can take that Old Testament uh, example mm -hmm. and we should implement it to, mm -hmm. to at least at least once a week. Yeah, we need to have a day where we're focused on, on Jesus. And it, it, it could be Sunday. It definitely could be. There could be another day. I know that when you were in the ministry, Sunday was never a day <laughs> of rest for us because we were running around like chickens with our heads cut off, you know, you getting ready for your sermon, you know, a lot of times I would help with the music and the kids. And so, you know, the Sabbath <laughs> the, was not a day, a Sunday was not a day of rest for the minister. So y'all, we all remember that, especially those pastors that are out there that do, you know, two and three sermons a day, a day on Sunday. Yeah. So anyway, but I think this is cool because I want, what I want people to get out of this is you know, we have forgiveness. Yes. Uh, all of us have sinned. I've used God's name in vain, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Right. But God, if we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. And yes. salvation by grace, the very one we blaspheme, right. the very one that gives us oxygen and breath is the one that sent Jesus, who we call on mm -hmm. as our uh, as our substitutionary atonement. Is mm -hmm. the one that took our place right. so that we don't have face the wrath or face mm -hmm. the anger of God. And he will forgive us. He forgives us when we make mistakes. And I'm so thankful for that. And, and just like you said, if there's a listener listening today that, that you don't know Jesus, you don't have him as your personal Lord and Savior, please do that today. Please, all you have to do is to admit that you're a sinner, believe in Jesus Christ, claim him as your personal Lord and Savior, and he will come in and you will have a Savior. So make sure the, you law, the law is a good thing. Yes, it is. Because it points us to our need. It shows us that we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it didn't, I, I really didn't need it to show me that because I already know I'm not. <laughs> well, I know I'm not either. And it shows us that we need God's grace. Right. Yeah, and, and that's why they're there, and they're important, and they need to be studied about. So I'm glad we're doing this. Very cool.
But I hope you guys out there are having a good weekend, and I, I want you to remember that God can take your mess, no doubt, turn it into a message for his glory and for your good. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, everyone.